Hey everyone, welcome to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. I'm your host, Jose Argumetto, and with me tonight is... Founder and CEO of TsunamiFaithful.com and Tsunami News, Paul Buscrillo. And you have Darrell Maddox, the newest member of Tsunami Faithful Podcast. And yes, people, Paul did put a gun to my head and Jose said he was going to crack my kneecap if I didn't do this show tonight. And I'm about to fire you too. <laughs> Damn, Paul. Ooh. Don't worry, I got wait, wait, wait. stamps. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm the only one that can fire people around here. So you want to be ejected from the call, or I can just mute you now? (laughs) (laughs) Who are you talking to? Doesn't matter, really. I can do it to all of you. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you would have a show. And then it would just be the Jose show. It would just be me speaking into a microphone for an hour. Oh, my God. Wait, we actually have Daniel on the show this time? Oh, yeah, Daniel's here, by the way. Hey, Daniel. Who's and of course, Daniel can fire us all because he can shut down the website. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. We have like we have the weirdest distribution of power ever. It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, anyways. Oh, well. So uh, let's get started, I guess. And Darrell has nothing. <laughs> oh, yet. At least we haven't abused it yet. Yeah, we haven't abused well, each other yet. We're not, we, we do air our dirty laundry <laughs> on the air, but why not? And on Twitter, which we'll get to. Yes. Especially you, yeah. but anyways. <laughs> well, not me. No, 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 no. I bones to pick with everybody, so anyways. Uh, yes, this anyways. Is, so, this is all um, you, Paul. First thing that we got to talk about is uh, RockCon. It's about, uh, it's about three weeks out from right now. Um, it's going to be the 21st to the 23rd. It's in Rochester, New York. Um, it'll take place at the Main Street Armory on, in, on Main Street. And um, if you guys want more info, you can go to rockcon.net. That's R-O-C-C-O-N.net. And uh, you can also buy tickets there if you guys um, live around Rochester or if, you know, you're from Buffalo or Syracuse and you want to come down, that's where you can purchase tickets. So that's what's going on with that. Cool. And And I believe um, uh, you want to talk about something there, Jose. Yep. Um, First off, you should go to the convention and meet Paul because – he seems like a nice dude. I don't know. I've never met him. Um, <laughs> Even though we talked to him on the We talked to him on the podcast, but I've never actually physically met Paul. And he's not dis- he's it not would dispatched. be love and first sight, I'm, I'm pretty sure. But anyways. <laughs> oh, so oh, Paul's your new boy. man now? I'm just a man whore. Anyways. Yes, you are. That's why I work in the entertainment sorry, industry. Sorry, ladies. Jose's a man whore. <laughs> I'm a man whore for the ladies, too. You know it's bad when Daniel gets one in on you. Whoever pays. <laughs> Whoever pays. <laughs> get your checkbook out, Darrell. Get your checkbook out. I'm not paying for that. I get that oh. free. Yeah, oh, Darrell's the only exception. Um, uh, ah, special uh, You're still almost fired. But anyways. Um, so, Dead Man. Right. We, we are doing something for season two. Uh, a lot of people, this has kind of taken on a little bit of life of its own, which is really good. Um, what we are trying to do is, you all know if you've listened to this podcast before, Sunday, October 7th, mark your calendars, we are going to go to Right Stuff and Amazon and just flood their, excuse me, uh, like servers with our money to buy the <laughs> Dead Man DVD. That is yes, coming I'm going to use Jose's money, though. You know you're my not. sugar daddy. Nah, 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 I don't think so. <laughs> I think you're on your own for this one. Damn. And uh, remember, guys, you should buy more than one copy if you can. You, if you can only buy one, buy one. But p- 
pre-order it on October 7th. The reason we're doing this is not so much. A lot of people have asked us to move up the date so they can get it sooner because right stuff tends to ship stuff early. That's not the point of this thing. That is not the point of it at all. The point of it is to stand together and united uh, to show that we want a second season and we're willing to put our money where our mouth is. And we want to see it climb to the top of the charts in pre-orders, you know. Uh, we want the right stuff to call Funimation and be like, we sold out first day. You know, we need more. I would love to see Amazon, you know, just say like, we have none. Uh, you know, I would love Funimation to literally have the problem of we sold too many and we have none left. And you I'd know? also like to that's see not going to happen, but like, that'd be amazing. You know, I'd also like to see Funimation like uh, try to contact us and be like, "What did you guys do?" <laughs> and we'd be like, "You're we welcome." We did our job, sir. So yeah, hire us. So um, fire us. No, hire, hire us. us. Hire oh, us. Hire us. I thought you said fire us. I'm like, oh, but you no. know, you know, Daniel's his speech is so bad, man. You just don't understand what he's saying half of the time. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> anyway, it's okay, Daniel. But okay. you know, the point is uh, to to really just stand together. We want a second season. That's why we're doing this, guys. Um, and to show Katakawa that we are a profitable market. To show Funimation that obviously we do want this, and to show Adult Swim, even though they don't get any money off this, that this show is really popular thanks to Toonami, and we want another season. Their ratings will go up, I believe, if they get another season uh, of of this show, because a lot of people are talking about this show. My friends who have no interest in anime at all love this show. I've shown them a couple of episodes, and they're like, this is amazing. You, we need another season. We Toonami needs another season of Deadman Wonderland. And yes, we do. Deadman Wonderland needs Toonami. So let's make it happen, guys. Pre-order Deadman Wonderland. October 7th is the hashtag. Uh, and October is OCT7. So hashtag pre-order Deadman Wonderland OCT7. And for all you people that get food stamps, I know y'all sell food stamps, man. So go ahead and sell some so you can pre-order Deadman Wonderland. Do it. Do it. Now. And get all your you- friends to do it. And... Get more than one and give them away at Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're gonna give some away to us, right? Nope. You all have to buy. You're all in on this. I'm giving it to people who don't know about this show. I don't but know about the show. No, no I doubt that you're on this podcast. Damn. <laughs> but but Darrell only has food stamps. Yeah, too bad. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and Monopoly money. That's uh, too bad still. So, anyways. <laughs> And uh, you don't try something to else going don't on, try don't to play to my sympathy like it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Your sympathy is what you have going on. I don't. I don't know. Don't try to play to my sympathies, or don't. <laughs> it just won't work. Um. The, right, the chain sweepstakes. I love um, that asshole. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, and this has become a great podcast. Already. I know anyways. we're like so lost. Um, the chain sweepstakes. I know a lot of you have entered. Uh, we're gonna wait one more week. We want more people to enter. So here's what you got to do. Put in the subject somewhere so I know what the hell it is. NES Chain Contest. Doesn't have to be those exact words. Just has to have the words NES Chain Contest. Like something that tells me that this is for the contest. Um, We've gotten more entries this week. We're going to do one more week of them. So we're going to announce the winner next week. Yay! Um, Yay! And, uh, you know, I I do read the emails, guys. So if you want to put something funny in there... Please do it. Like I love that stuff. Like I think it's awesome. Uh, we got we got something that was really funny, that was really good. Like I was like after the contest is over, so it doesn't look like we're biased. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna, probably gonna post it up on the site. It's it, it's really funny. 
Um, so, you know, hopefully that person wins. If not, oh well. Uh, we might how get. About, how about telling the winner to take a picture of the chain once they um win? Yeah. Um, sure. That's a good idea. Take a picture of it when you win. So yep. from Facebook and Twitter, this is Toonami News. Uh, first thing we want to talk about is the ratings. And I believe, Jose, you said you had those in front of you? Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. I was just like so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, I was pretty disappointed. But see, I, I, don't I hate I being really right. Be... I really hate being right sometimes. Cause... Well, I, I really don't think I can be disappointed with all the trending that we've done, but... Go ahead and read the ratings anyways. Okay, so Bleach came in at 876,000 people. Better than last week. Decent. Uh, Samurai 7, 627 people, which is really bad. Casher and Sins, especially now that it's getting good, uh, 610,000 people. Udeka 7, which is a new show, technically, 516,000 people, uh, which is actually decent for its time slot. It's actually better than I believe what uh, what Full Metal was doing in the same time slot. Uh, I, no, I lied. I totally lied because Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood did five hundred twenty thousand, which is uh, yeah, that's up. <laughs> <laughs> and oh the, my god! And then Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex did three hundred eighty-one thousand, which all right, I expected it to be lower because it's the last show, but it's doing about what Bebop did. Um. And the rerun run by the end of it, uh, Ghost in the Shell actually ended with 387,000. So it actually went back up for Ghost in the Shell at the end of its run. Weird. Um, and yeah, that's <sighs> that's really disappointing. Like I, I hate to say that I was kind of right. Um, no, you don't. No, I, I no. <laughs> like when it comes to like this, I I really don't. I really don't take pleasure in being right. For those who don't know what I'm referring to, I said that Dead Men was a strong show, and I don't think Samurai 7 was going to be strong enough to carry the ratings. And Catherine Sins is definitely not strong enough either. No. Um, and, and you know, these ratings totally reflect that. Uh, 627,000? Dead Men premiered at 800-something and got to a million. And Samurai 7, I don't, see it, I, I don't see it anywhere during its run pulling those kind of numbers. I just don't see it. The yeah, there's, there's a... Go ahead, Drill. My thing is, like, with Samurai 7, man, if you're not into Chambar, which is Samurai anime, man, it's kind of hard to pull in the numbers like that, you know? That's not it, though. It's it, Samurai well, 7, I think, has done well for Funimation. It It's a popular title, for, as far as, like, or at least they make it look like it's a popular title, because uh, I see it everywhere. Uh, but it's it's been out for eight years. Well, I think it has to do more with the fact that on, like, Facebook... It was mostly just Facebook because I had more people on there that they a lot of people said that they didn't like Samurai 7. So, I mean, even though they they need to understand that they have to watch anyways to make sure that we get good ratings. I, a lot of people did say that they didn't like it. And, you know, it's it's kind of like, well, that's only that's, the first episode. Right. And, and it's only I'm not even talking about the first episode. I'm talking about the whole series. Yeah. And I'm just like, guys. It's going to get better. The more you watch, the better the ratings, the more Toonami is going to get a better show. Better shows, brand new ones that we don't even know about. No, of course we can explain that, but uh, the truth is we all know that. If you're listening to the podcast, you know that already. Exactly. Um, it's, it's the layman, you know? The, the, people who are, the people who tuned in to Cartoon Network 
that happen to have come upon uh, Dead Man Wonderland, those people are not coming back for Samurai 7. Yeah, true. That's true. So that's, I think, the thing that's really disappointed to me. And uh, I, so far, Samurai 7 has not proven... T- I haven't seen the show. But so Either far, Samurai 7 has not proven to me that it's like... Uh, <coughs> That it's going to turn into Dead Man. It didn't. It hasn't started anywhere near as strong as Dead Man. Dead Man yeah. right out the gate started really strong. And oh yeah, it did. You know, I don't. I don't. Samurai Seven? No, it didn't. And uh, a lot of people have pointed to the uh, intro scene that they cut out. And yeah. I actually went on Netflix and I watched it, so I you know would know what everybody's talking about. Yeah, I and, was wondering why they cut it out. You know, um, I'm pretty sure it was for time. I'm. I don't think it was for content. But you know, even then, I'm just like, even if they had left that in. It's not that impressive. It's nothing really happens. No. So I, so, um, yeah, I'm just, I hope that show does, does much better. I hope, uh, Cashier and Sins turns the hell around right now because it's doing amazing right now. Like I love Cashier and Sins. It was the show I'm looking forward to every night on Tanami now because it's just so good suddenly. <laughs> like it's it, about time you started to profess your love for it again, Jose. Oh, dude. It's <laughs> about time. Dude, it only took it like, what, 14 episodes to like, hey, we're going to start kicking ass now. Yep. <laughs> and we got some news about that, too, later in the show here. But um, let's get into what kind of, I guess, I guess we can say that this kind of helped. Th- this actually, I would say help the ratings even though they were bad which is that every single show trended both uh last week except for bleach or did bleach trend last week no bleach didn't uh, no. trend no bleach no. didn't trend, bleach it didn't didn't trend, trend last week last week um yeah. but okay, this past sorry like two weeks ago rather and then this past saturday it did correct okay yeah I so everything so. every single thing trended tsunami trended and all the shows trended so um, thank you again, guys, for being on Twitter and doing that. That's going to help us even when the ratings are low. You know, it does help, and that's another way that we can get more shows and better stuff on Toonami is and by trending. And please quit letting Hey Arnold beat out us on Saturday nights. Seriously. <laughs> um, wait, what that's was that? That's disgraceful. Hey Arnold actually trended the same oh. night, man. Yeah. I don't know what's up with that, but, uh, yeah, just it, it does trend often. Yes, it does, and and it's it's kind of weird, and I I don't understand it. But um, speaking of trending, tsunami trended worldwide again. Yep. This week, that's so twice. yes, that's twice, and I and that gives me that's a really good sign, and and I thank all of you outside of the United States for helping us because that's why it's trending worldwide because people outside of the United States are also trending are also tweeting too. So thank you for those those of you outside of the U.S. that are doing it and that are actually listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully we can get you guys tsunami at some point, you know, especially to those in the UK because I know they've been pushing for, they've been helping us, and I would love to help them in some way. Paradox. Shout out to Paradox. Paradox. So, um, continuing with the 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 theme of trending, we also trended um, Renton and Luna. And for those of you that don't understand what I mean by Renton and Luna, uh, Luna is one of the characters in Cash and Sins. And uh, right but after, Cashern killed Luna. I <laughs> I remember that tweet on that. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. She comes back. I remember I that. Apparently, f- man, like fourteen episodes of like, <laughs> I killed her. You killed her. Killed her. I killed I love, her. I you killed her. I'm alive. What? It's just like it. when you know. I think about it, man. It's kind of like when people say they see Elvis Presley and Tupac around, man. 
seriously. <laughs> like spotting. Oh, okay, I see Luna. Hey, they she was with Elvis and Tupac. That was really awesome that you guys did that. I mean, training those two things was just I mean, that was out of like left field, so to speak. So I mean Wow. Thank you. <laughs> and of course I, mean, I was tweeting under the influence. <laughs> yes, you As were. Was you <laughs> What'd you say? As was I. I was drunk last <laughs> night. Or not last night, sorry. Last night was Sunday. Saturday night. We we should talk about that actually while we're on this subject. Um yeah, sure. I'll I'll mention it. I had a I I was invited to a get together. Um a get together. Yeah. It was just me and a couple of buddies uh just hanging around uh at his at his house and I was just like, dude, you need to put Tsunami on like right the f- now. Um and he did. And actually the two ladies who were with us uh, they, uh, they didn't know Toonami was back on. They had no idea. And they were just like really excited. And I was just like, wait, you know what Toonami is? <laughs> That's Everybody weird. knows what Toonami is. Um, but they didn't look the type, you know, they didn't look like anime fans and they were like, they actually knew their stuff. I was like amazed. Were they hot? Yeah, they were, they were attractive. Um, the, uh, the other thing was, was uh, influence? what's up? Was that under the influence? <laughs> no, Daniel. They were very, very pretty. Okay. Um. Anyways. Okay, boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't be treat. Don't be cheating on Jarrell. <laughs> I'm not. You know, he's my man, Crash Dale. But we are not gay. <laughs> <laughs> After you've said all this, we're not gay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we just sleep anyways. together while cuddling. It's not gay, guys. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, but anyway, so moving um, on to... No, no, no. Uh, so, yeah, basically we just watched it. And uh, the other thing, Clark Nova, or Jason DeMarco kind of made my night because I tweeted him a picture of us all on the couch drinking. And um, he retweeted that. And uh, I actually got a lot of cool <laughs> comments about it. Like, dude, we should... Like, that's a great idea. I'm going to go bring my friends. We're going to do a tsunami party. And I'm like, that's great. Um, unfortunately, the side effect of me not... Uh, the side effect of me being at that party... You might have noticed I t- didn't tweet that much because uh, yes. I'm obviously entertaining the people in front of me, not the people all around the world. So, uh, yeah. It's okay. I entertained it for you. Sorry. Oh, yes, you did. <laughs> I'll tweet when I can, guys. But, uh, you know, and you should never feel, like, guilty if you can't tweet every night. Like, just sometimes you can't, guys. Like, you know, it is a Saturday night, and sometimes you want to go do other things. You shouldn't feel, like, super compelled to do it. But, you know, that's every once in a while. You get, like, one a month. <laughs> Choose wisely. You get one a month. Choose wisely. Dude, I was as, tired. As Spider-Man. I've been that tweeting. As Spider-Man says, It's exhausting, everybody, too. Everybody gets one. <laughs> so. Yeah. Everybody gets one. Other than that, you should be watching. Sit your ass on the couch and watch. All right, so let's move on. And if you can't watch, record. Sorry, need Um, to remind people, record. Let's go. Anyways, so the new promo this week was a game review for Deadline. Deadlight. Deadlight? Light. Light. Okay, it was Deadlight. All right, my bad. Um, So what did you guys think of it? There was a game review for an Xbox game that I will never play. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's it's another review. Uh, It didn't trend, which is a shame. No, it didn't trend, and and I was kind of surprised about that with everything that was. I just feel like Deadlight's not a popular game, anyways. No, it didn't. It it didn't look like something that I would play, but you know. Well, it has a pretty decent 
size fan base, but other than that, yeah, I don't a, feel like the the fan base though would cross over with the Tanami fan base. So, no, not interested. Not interested. And I. Um, but um, you know, it's always cool to see new game reviews. Always cool. Keep them coming. Yes, it is. Yes, please keep them coming. But um, and the last thing we want to talk about is the last thing that Toonami had on was um, they did the DVD commercials again. Uh, one for Outlaw Star, one for Big O, and there was new animations in them. Yep. Which, thank you for doing that. That's a lot better than just showing the April, April Fools. Films. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for listening and and. Keep doing it. Really keep yeah. doing it. It it helps more than you know. I know that Big O promo did not air until like, what, 4 o'clock in the morning? Something like that. Whenever whenever Ureka 7's rerun is, uh, that's when it aired. Right. Uh, um, you know, if you if, – but even that little thing because people are going to put that on the internet and it's going to get out there. And, you know, someone who doesn't know what Big O is gonna, is going to find that promo and they're going to watch it. And they're going to be like, oh, my God, you know. What is this other stuff? I, I kind of want to apologize to people that have gone to the website and seen a really bad version of yeah. the Big O commercial. We'll re-upload it. We, we right. have it. I yeah, just need Jose to get has to it. it. He's going to upload it, and we will have it up as soon as possible. Yep. But as we know, Jose is a very busy man, so whenever he can get to it, he will get to it. Yeah, which is why this show's coming out on, like, if, if, I, if I edit it tonight, it'll come out hopefully still on Monday. But, um... You know, sorry, it's been delayed. <laughs> yes, um, it will. It, it'll usually come out on Mondays, but it'll come out tomorrow by seven. So don't worry. Well, guys. It, it'll probably be earlier than seven. Well, good. So. That's awesome. But nobody will know that because they'll be listening to. Yeah, it. they'll be listening to this. So who knows when the <laughs> this actually comes out? <laughs> we have no idea. I have to edit the podcast first. Right. So. So let's keep speculating about it. When is yes. this podcast going to come out? No. Oh, okay, we're about to go on off on a tangent, so talk about your Richie concert <laughs> now. Yes, please. I will talk about that, yes. Um, so I went to the Richie Branson concert in Buffalo uh, last Sunday, and not to rub it in Darrell's face, but it was awesome. Because <laughs> he, he can't rub it in mine. I went to a concert. Yeah, you also went to that concert, so it was kind of fun. Yep. <laughs> Well, not that specific concert. <laughs> well, you see, that's what I'm kind of confused about because you had said something about that the Richie concert you saw was different from the one I saw. Yeah, he had he, there was no Mega Ran. It was just Richie. You actually got to see Mega Ran too. Oh man, it was awesome, man. Let, ladies and gentlemen, if you look at the website, there's I put up a Mega Ran video along with uh, a song that he did with Richie. Go listen to this man incredibly awesome this this guy is just you see this man live i mean if for those of you that were in buffalo i know you guys will back me up you'll tweet or put this on facebook after listening to the podcast but i mean megaran is really awesome i mean this guy i I, i'm just like i'm really impressed by this guy i'm just like why does he not have like a cd right now where do i go buy his cds (laughs) and of course richie was amazing Oh, Richie was awesome too. I mean, I went, he he didn't do um Toonami's Back Bitches that song. No, he, he did, did bring do, back Toonami. Yeah. Right. And and it still was good. I mean, when he's live, he's really good. And uh I might have something from that concert too as well that I'll, we'll be sharing with you. Yeah. We and have, we have a lot of stuff with Richie guys. It's coming up. 
Oh yeah, it's and just, he actually gave me a shout out too. Yep, and we just uh, we just have to get through it. <laughs> yes, I just have yep. to find time. Why do we have like the busy people running the show? Because <laughs> <laughs> you won't give it to anybody else. No, because everybody else sucks at it. Yes. Why? Some Oompa Loompas and do it like that, man. Dude, we we should totally get Oompa Loompas. <laughs> if you are an Oompa Loompa, please email J E A R G U M E D O at tsunamifaithful.com. And send your resume. <laughs> send your resume today. Well, you know, actually, Daniel's an undercover Oompa Loompa, so you know. Yeah. He, he, yeah, you know. Yeah, but he's already running the site. <laughs> True. What? He's already running the site, though. Can't. But, um. <laughs> We can't we can't have him have another job. That's 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 uh, Oompa Loompa abuse. We'll, we'll get sued. <laughs> it's it's in his yeah, claw. I, yeah. I thought we were gonna make him work like a Jamaican. Well, yeah, we need to. Apparently, like, that's hey, what I do. He can be like, uh, "Hey, man, from in living color." Apparently, that's what I do. <laughs> hey, man. So. He's hey, like, man. not only I think Richie actually commented on this, like, "Dude, you work like a Jamaican," and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> No, that was me and Richie. No, that was you and Richie. And I think Kadesh said it too. Yeah, Kadesh said it too, man. Because well, he was Kadesh like, Kadesh oh. explained it. So. Yeah, yeah, Kadesh was the one who explained it to me, and I'm just like, oh, I didn't know and Jamaicans held down. Nobody knows what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. okay back, back on back on topic, people. Yeah, no, back we, on topic. We had a conversation. <laughs> worry about it later. Okay, so so basically here, there, it's not like these people don't know that we're friends with these guys. Like everybody knows that we're friends with like Richie and and Kadesh, and we talk to them like outside the podcast yes we do okay so we just do like it's not it's not a big deal because we're just you know awesome friends we're the awesome super super tsunami friends we're exactly. super friends yeah i know but anyways <laughs> except yeah, you know show us his wonder twins later any <laughs> worth please continue so so after uh after richie went on uh, Richie's just like, um, so let's, um, by the way, I'm telling a story, by the way, if anybody cares, um, me and Richie, Richie's just like, yeah, so I'm hungry. You hungry? I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? So, uh, we decided to, uh, mosey around Buffalo and try to find something to eat. Yeah. Sundays in Buffalo, at least around where he was doing the concert, there's nothing. Not a thing. I can't live in a town like that. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're talking about Buffalo that has a monorail, um, might I add, and there's nothing to do. We had to walk like two or three blocks to find food. And I'm just sitting there looking at Richie, and Richie's like, wow. <laughs> I, I just can't live in a small town. dude. I know Buffalo is not exactly a small town, but it's just like... It feels like a small town, especially compared to New York, which is only a couple of hours away. Well, see here, that's that's the thing that confused me because I'm sitting here thinking to myself, I can find three or four places in Rochester that are open right now on a Sunday, but yet in the middle of downtown in Buffalo, I can't find one. I have and, to go like and Rochester's a small town, right? Am I correct? Rochester's a small city. Yeah, it's a small city in comparison to Buffalo, and it's it, it's just I'm like. I don't understand. I, I really don't understand why. Yeah. But, I mean, so we, we actually did find, like, food, and, you know, we, we sat down and we talked about stuff, stuff I can't mention on the podcast. <laughs> but um, we were walking back to uh, where the concert was because just to give context, Richie was doing the concert with um, Megaran, 
um, Power Glove, and um, MC Chris. MC Chris, yes. So they those guys were on while we we had left, and uh, we're walking back, and we find we find the, the the road that we were on originally, and as we're walking up to that road, we look over and we see a TGI Fridays on that road. <laughs> so let me get this straight: we walked two blocks to get food, and we could have just kept going straight down this one road and gotten to a TGI Fridays. Just goes to show you're not the brightest bulb in the box, Paul. <laughs> no, no, no. We actually, no, we were actually smart about this. We went into a hotel that we saw, and we asked them. We're like, oh, yeah, where's, where's something to eat? They're like, oh, two blocks. If you go straight out the store, go down, two, go down two blocks, take a right, you know, you'll find food. And we're like, all right. So that's what, that's what we did, and we found food. We're like, awesome, great. But we could have just went straight down the road we were originally on, and, and I, I, I guess I get it now because they didn't want us to go to that hotel because the TGI Fridays is with a hotel. But it's just like um, you could have just said there was a TGI Fridays down there. <laughs> so I'm just me and Richie are like, oh, my God, really? We did exercise. How dare that? <laughs> I know. Hey, you know, Paul doesn't look like he's in the best of shape, you know. Hey, hey. Neither am I, dude. I need to start working out again. Man, you about scrolling his own or what, man? You need some cornbread and everything, dude. <laughs> we need to give you like an injection of lard, man, just no, to get your weight no, up. No, no, <laughs> dude. I am like, I'm actually overweight for my size. I'm actually overweight for my height. <laughs> for your height. Yeah. I'm dude, six I'm, feet tall and I'm I'm overweight. Dude, I'm black, man. There is no such thing as overweight. We just say <laughs> stocky or just robust. And I don't even think half of the people even know what robust or stocky means half of the time. See, that doesn't happen for Hispanics. It's like, you're fat or you're not. <laughs> I don't want to be it, fat. It's okay. You're just a lard ass. Oh. See, that I'm okay with. At least I'm not fat. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways. um. So, I mean, I had I had a lot of fun. Yeah. The, uh, uh, I'm so sad the tour's over. Because I was yeah, about I'm, to plug I'm it again. Tour. But I will, I will say this. And... I don't know any dates and I don't know any specifics. So me saying this is going to be pointless. But anyways, Richie is going to go back out on another tour at some point soon. Um, he wants to do like a college tour is what he's looking to do. So if there's any colleges that or anybody at colleges that are listening to this podcast and you want him at your school to perform, get in contact with him. RichieBranson.com. Also, um, I know this for a fact that I spoke to his manager. Uh, they are looking into conventions. Oh, yes. Um, and they have been invited to conventions, including one here in Orlando. Uh, hopefully, they will come, and I will get to see my, my buddies again. Uh, and, uh, you know, because, you know, Paul, you can you can attest. Those guys are a blast, and we, we always have fun together because we, we, we shoot the sh- like when we're When I wasn't on camera with Richie, like, it was just chill out, relax, have fun, and... And just oh, yeah. talk about anime. Like when I'm on camera with Richie, it's like I, I kind of have to be professional, right? Uh, but when when the stage when we're off stage, we're not we're not you know on camera. We're just like chilling. Just like you remember this show, man. This show was awesome. Yeah. Like and and for those of you that because I've seen this on the net, for those of you that think that Richie's kind of faking it for fans, not true. Not he, true. He's totally not true. He keeps it real, folks. No, like and Drew Drell experienced him last night. I mean. 
He's guy, a real cool guy. Guy knows yeah, his stuff. Yeah, like I was he, just kicking it like he was one of the homeboys. Like, man, look here. Now I just keep it real, man. I'm yeah. cranking jokes with him. Kadesh, you know, they sitting up there laughing at me, man. So, hey. oh, Kadesh, did you? By the way, speaking of Kadesh, did you see that video that he tweeted out? No, I yeah. Haven't. Oh my God, it's hilarious. He tweeted it out to you and me first, and then I tweeted to to I Darrell. Need, I need to check yeah. it out. I'll, I'll send him a tweet later. Yeah, you got to look at the video. It's hilarious, but man, I was so weak, man. <laughs> See, hey, hey, he's your he's your fan now. Look at that, man. <laughs> and uh, and and they both listen to the show, by the way. So, hey, guys. Oh yeah. yeah and, what's and, up, y'all? And speaking of speaking of people that listen to the show, Richie's manager, unless that's what you were talking about, Richie's manager. He, yes, he actually listens to the show. Yes, and um, he is. I, I he he pulled me to the side the other day and said to me, he's like, you know. He talks about Toonami Faithful all the time. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. He talks about it all the time. And I'm like, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm like, really? Richie Branson talks about us. I'm like, that, that's completely awesome. So uh, I thought I'd let you guys know that. Um, he did not tell me that. I knew he, no, he listened. told me that. I know he, li- he didn't tell me that, though. Like, that's amazing to me. I know that he listens to the show. Like, I knew that. But to – like because well, he I, told us and and i figured like all right he, he listened to the show for promotional reasons but the fact that he actually like really takes the time out to listen to us uh the fact that a lot of our guests on this show actually do listen to our show like kyle is actually kyle surprised me he heard not only the show he was on because he plugged it but he actually kept listening to that's awesome. he actually kept listening to our, a couple of our other episodes and he was really excited to do the interview so it was really cool and um you know what? We just uh, this is sort of the wrong time to do it. We just need to take the time out to say thank you uh, to yeah, our thank guests. You. Thank and, you to and Kyle. To our audience. Thank you to Richie. Thank you to Mike. I mean, you guys have put us over the top. Kadesh, of course. Hush, everybody. Yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you, you guys, guys for doing that. And Which, I, you know, I, I kind of want to take the moment out too before we get into our topic to just say, you know, thanks to everybody that's been involved with TunamiFaithful.com. You guys have made it very successful, especially Paradox. Especially Femble. Um, Femble. I mean, everybody has really made this an amazing site. And I'm I'm gonna put this out there. I think we're the number one tsunami site out there right now. I, I could be wrong and there could be a different tsunami site that I am unaware about, but I think that we're the number one run. Um I'm not gonna wait. There's us. another tsunami site? As there's far a as couple, probably there's a couple of other activity wise. We might be a little bit more used. Um, the thing I might I, think... I will say about our sites that I, I, I can say for sure are that, that nobody compared to us. You know, there I think there are sites that, that you know, like Toonami Digital Arsenal and the unofficial Toonami podcast, those guys that might get more hits than us, and I think they deserve it because they do work hard at what they do. Um, but that being said, I think that we are the only site doing the content that we are doing. And yes. between the podcast, the ratings, we are your number one stop shop, and we're trying to bring you guys the best in content. And there will be some big things coming. There's, don't, don't worry, again, guys. You know, we're only on episode ten, and you still ain't seen nothing yet. So, oh no! Thank you so much. Thank it you for everything. The fat lady hasn't sung yet. Yeah. No, Wait. she's got to. I'll run out of ideas there, next Paul. year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm good with that. But anyways, um. One more Which, thing, actually, that's, that's coming off the top of my head that I, I want to talk about real quick. And, Daniel, you can explain this more because you actually tweeted this to me today. Um, was that the Roni Kenshin movie that came out in Japan. Is out. It's, it's out and it's doing really good, apparently, in the Japanese 
box office. Good. I hope it doesn't suck. Million <laughs> um, yens. How much was it? I'm sorry. I think it's like five five hundred something yens. It was like in a million yens, whatever it is. That's not, <laughs> that's not terrible. Yeah. I mean, no, you have to not. remember their box office is much lower than compared to ours. I think it's like, I mean, in two days it did what um, uh, hold on, in I'll U.S. Quick. Yeah, I think I think in in U.S. dollars it did like 5.2 million for Which two days. Which that sounds low, but that's actually really high that's for Japanese That's pretty good. Cinema. I mean, it's only, it's only in 300 theaters in Japan only. So, no, I mean, you, that's pretty good. You guys have to realize that um, Japan's theater market works very differently than ours. Like if, okay. if like for example, five point two million is a total flop here in the states. That's a flop. That's right. a big deal in Japan. Though. In Japan, that's actually really good. Right, that's actually pretty decent. Um, you know, but think about think about if you had it in the American market, and I think you had it. Would, it in, no, I think it'd do terrible here. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I don't think it five, would do like here's here's the exact numbers. Um, okay. Five hundred and fifty-five million yen in the first five days. That's not bad. That's not that. That's decent. That's decent. So I mean, I, I'm I'm kind of hoping that they do bring it here in some kind of way in the theaters. I mean, even if it's just, you know, whatever, two week run or three week run, whatever. Just I think just it'd bring be a one night only event. Well, whatever. I I would love to see the movie to be honest with you, and I would I would not mind. You know, at I all. mean, I saw the trailer, man, and it looked like it was promising, man, for the first time, like. I, I hate to bring this up, man, but it looked way better than that Dragon Ball Z Evolution bull. Don't bring up the don't bring up the movie that shall not be named. To be fair, I'm, like, I'm sorry, man. To be fair, I even when to. Japan makes like live action anime movies, they tend to suck too. So, uh, I'm I'm whole I'm I'm being I hate to be the skeptic, but you know I'm, I'm not holding well, my breath super hard on this one. But I'm, I'm happy gonna, that I'm gonna it's give successful. you I'm gonna give you a mission because you're going over to Japan, right? It probably won't be in theaters by the time I go over. Well, if it is still over there, I would love for you to watch it and come back and tell us what it, what it's all about. If you sure, I can't understand it, but sure, I'll go watch it. No, I mean, I, I obviously you can't understand it, but I mean, yeah, bring a translator with you. I mean, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I mean, just watch it and see how it how it how it is. I mean, I'm sure there's got to be some kind of what subtitles? No, yeah, I'm like screwed. some kind of like English subtitles. No. Not in Japan. Not in Japan. <laughs> That ain't, that ain't happening, brother. No, they don't. They don't. Well, do you mind watching it not in, in English subtitles? I mean, I I understand some Japanese. Um, you know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm definitely not fluent in the language. Uh, but I, I have a feeling the story's not that complicated. And I know Rooney Kenshin really well, and they seem to be following that. Yeah, so I, I might think, not be understand. I not might not be able to understand the dialogue, but I, I would I would know the story. You know. Okay. All right, well, you know, if if you do get a chance and it is in theaters still when you get over there. Yeah, I'll, hey. I'll check it out. And maybe it'll be on um maybe it'll be on Blu-ray by the time it comes out. <laughs> it might be. Um and yeah. I'll pick it up and I'll bring it back over. Awesome. Yeah, I might ask you for a request, sir. I need a pair of Raji. Which ones? <laughs> They're straw sandals, buddy. Straw sandals? Yeah. All right. Don't worry, I'll pay you back though. All right. Trust no, me. seriously, I'll get them for you. Sweet. Awesome. Uh just right, send me well, your shoe that's... size. If that matters, <laughs> I'm not sure if it does. All right, well, let's get into this week's topic. Um, this week's topic, obviously, we, we announced it last week, was anime, anime licenses. Yay. And, and by the way, there, there was somebody that um, when, you did, when they did a review on our uh, iTunes that said that the podcast, was, the podcast was excellent. It's everything's great. But the only reason I didn't give it five stars was because, was it five or six? I think it goes up. I think I it's five. I reviews, so. But the one review said that, we don't, that we're not doing topics anymore. Yes, we are. 
we're just not doing them when we have a guest because we don't want to make this show like two hours long. Even though the show is looking to be two hours long right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. We're with friends. We get to... I'm going to have fun editing this down. (laughs) That makes sense. Um, Right. So, anyways, um, this week's topic is going to be anime life. This is for you, one guy on iTunes. (laughs) I did my homework. I'm ready. But I, I... It's not... It's not just for the one guy. I mean, it's it's for everybody that's kind of like, well, what happened to the topics? Because yeah. that is one thing that no, we kind of established in the beginning. Yeah, and it's something I, I have missed, too. And I'm happy that we actually get to revisit a good one. Um, right. Anime licenses. So yes. shall we begin? Let's get in. Let's, basically, the, the process, it's very, I, I'm going to put this in air quotes, simple. Like, it's simple to describe, but actually really hard to do. Um, basically, a show gets made in Japan. They they have their you know the studio, uh, the production committee gets together, uh, mm-hmm. and a production committee in Japan is comprised of multiple companies. So let's take uh, the obvious example off my head, uh, Ghost and Shell. Ghost and Shell is comprised of a. Let me see if I can. I can, I'm pretty sure I can't remember them all, but it's comprised of a bunch of different companies. Obviously, Shida Masamune, who's the creator of Ghost in the Shell, the the mangaka, he um he owns pretty much everything. Uh, he he says what's what's we're gonna do with the franchise. Uh, Katakawa, I think, were the people who published the manga, so they have a stake in the license. Mm-hmm. Production IG, they're the production studio. They of course have a stake. Um. Bandai Visual uh, was, I believe, one of the, the distributor in Japan, so they have a stake in it. And uh, Manga, which at the time this was very new, Manga uh, UK, uh, one of the first Western uh, people, Western companies to get involved in anime, uh, was one of the producers on Ghost in the Shell, which is why they tend to release everything Ghost in the Shell. Innocence is another story. Um, <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll talk about that one day. Um, so basically these companies, they get together and and they pull their money to make, to make the product. They make the movie and, um, you know, Bondi, they also happen to have a toy line. So they also have the action figure rights. They get to make the toys and all that stuff. Uh, the, um, the, uh, the manga of Ghost in the Shell, which is Sueisha, that's not it. Katakawa, I believe, public. Kodosha. Sorry. Not... (laughs) So many companies. So many companies. like Daniel now. Kodosha. Sorry. Kodosha. Not Katakawa. Hey. I heard that. (sighs) Okay. Uh, They put out the manga, and of course they own stake in in the license as well. So all the money gets divided up uh, between all these companies. Now, again, I picked Ghost in the Shell because it's pretty simple. Um, Manga was a producer on the series, so they automatically get international distribution rights. It's their Mm -hmm. movie. They made it. Uh, so they get to they get to license it. Uh, it's it's theirs to do whatever they want with. Um, but let's 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 go into you know what is typical. Uh, let's pretend manga UK doesn't exist, and and let's take the same companies from Ghost in the Shell. Manga doesn't exist at this point. Let's say Funimation wants to license Ghost in the Shell. That'd be terrible, but let's say Funimation wants to license Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about that right now. I'm like, oh man. Richard Epcar would not be Bato. <laughs> Go on, please. So Richard, uh, so Funimation has to talk to all these companies and get them to sign off on it, and they have to negotiate what rights they want, because you know you sign a contract for a license, you don't get everything. 
you you don't you have to go negotiate for everything and funimation they have to negotiate the rights for merchandise uh streaming blu-ray dvd uh and uh television broadcast rights and and theatrical rights if they're going to put it in theaters they have to negotiate for all these rights um and a lot of the times these contracts are not bundled together a lot of these times these contracts are totally separate because you know one company owns certain things that the other company doesn't so they have to deal with everybody um and once you do once you once you get all your paperwork together and what usually funimation uh what a lot of the companies can do now is they can offer bundles like Here's all the music. Here's everything. Like here's everything that belongs to Ghost in the Shell. Here's everything that we had to use for the movie, um, and and every all the rights that go with it. It's yours. Do what you will. So Funimation takes those rights back, and Funimation they're not good at merchandise. They don't they don't do it. They, actually, none of the anime companies here in the states do merchandise. They don't. What they all do is they license their rights. The license rights that they have for merchandise, they actually license those out to another company called Great Eastern. Uh, if you've ever gone to write stuff, you usually see their stuff. A great way to pick out you know, what's a legitimate product from a bootleg. Um, look for Great Eastern's logo. They're usually easy to find on, on whatever wall scroll, action figure, something. Great Eastern usually gets the rights to pretty much everything. Um, isn't always necessarily true. Like Dragon Ball Z's toys went to Irwin for the longest time, but for the most part, Great Eastern gets mostly everything. Um, so once, so once those merchandise rights are, are kind of auctioned off to, to Great Eastern or whoever, uh, you got to do, uh, the DVD. And of course, you know, all right, look, Ghost in the Shell went to theaters. So, but we want to have a dub. All right we go make the dub and dubs are not cheap to make. We make the dub and, uh, we got to send it back to Japan. Japan's got to approve it. If Japan doesn't like it, they got to, they got to start over or they have to make changes or wherever they can. It's not just willy nilly. They approve the dub. Like sometimes Japan doesn't give a crap, but everything they do with the license, they have to get approval from Japan. That sucks. It sucks, but you know, it's, it's not their product. It's not their thing. It's, it belongs to Japan. It's their product. It, you, are, you are using a, a license from them. You have to get approval from them. It's their product. Um, so, okay, we dubbed Ghost in the Shell. The dub's been approved. We have the rights uh, to the theatrical version, so we're going to put it out in theaters. It does its theatrical run great. Um, and now it's time for home video. We've got the home video rights. We've got them for DVD. All right, cool. We're going to put this thing on DVD now. Um but we want to include these special features. Well, guess what? We got to go approve those. We got to get those approved by Japan. Make sure that, you know, that's okay to use. Uh, if they say no, they're like, oh, we, we don't want those production di- uh, diaries in there. Take those out. The uh, behind the scenes is fine. The bloopers can't use them. We don't want them in there. It'll, it'll taint the franchise. Uh, we like the limited edition you guys have come up with. All that stuff. Every single thing has to be approved by the licensor. They they have to approve everything. Um, so when we get, you know, movies and, and stuff like that, when those products finally come out into the marketplace, they're finally, they've been approved by, usually by the Japanese licensor. Now, that doesn't happen on every case. Some, uh, some Japanese companies really don't give a crap, depending on the show. A lot of Japanese companies are not very protective of the brands. They're just like, all right, here's a cheap show. Do whatever you want with it. 
Um, you know, like, um, I'm trying to think of a show. I'm trying to think back early 90s, because uh, that's usually when that kind of happened. Like Angel Cop, for example. Angel Cop was a mon- yet another manga license. Um, and I don't think they really cared about that show in Japan. Like, the, it didn't seem popular, even though a lot of really big people worked on it. It didn't seem all that popular. So, you know, they, they put it out, and it does okay. It does fine for manga, whatever. Uh, but, you know, they just don't have... It didn't seem like much care went into that compared to, say, Ghost in the Shell, which, yes, I know manga was one of the production companies, so they know they wanted to make their own product look well. Um, you know, a lot more care went into that. I mean, that got a wide, worldwide theatrical release. Um, so let's, uh, and then we go into Blu-ray. Now, Blu-ray rights, here's the funny thing about Blu-ray rights. You actually have to renegotiate for Blu-ray, and that's what a lot of these companies had to do. You know, the DVD rights were not bundled uh, with Blu-ray. You actually had to go back and renegotiate those rights. So, you know, what what happened a lot of times is uh, they won't, they wouldn't be able to get those rights. Like, uh, for example, I'm trying to think of the show. Uh, what about Cowboy Bebop? I Bebop is a special case. So, can you think of another show? I I, I want to talk about Bebop later. Well, no, I was I was just thinking because they they just brought that out on Blu-ray, and I was I was wondering if that was just a Japanese version or that was the that, the Blu-ray that you're referring to that they just announced is is the I'm assuming you're talking about the series, not the movie. Right, the series. Um, it's it's Japan. That's Japan. That's not us. Um, okay. but can you think of another series real quick? Just throw one out there. Um, I guess Dragon Ball Z might be a good one. All right. Oh, that's another complicated story. All right, but we'll do Dragon Ball Z. Okay, so basically, Funimation approached Toei to... They already have film masters. They actually went to Toei, and Toei, being Toei, uh, gave them film masters. Then those film masters were crap, to put it mildly. Uh, usually, a licensor does not give you film masters. They usually give you a tape. And to be fair, uh, you know, we, we all think of tape as VHS, you know, obviously these tapes are, these tapes sorry, are man. much. I just I heard that a long time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, every time we say tapes on the show, I actually get some tweets back. Like, what are you talking about? The card network doesn't use tapes. Everybody still uses tapes. Um, but these tapes are really high quality. We use Digibetas and, and of course, uh, HD cam and DVC pro. You know, these are things I use at my job. Um, you know, they have to send these over. And uh, I guess Toei, for whatever reason, they just were like, all right, Funimation's not happy with the tapes we've given them. Uh, and they want film masters. All right, we'll do film. It's been really successful in the States for us. We'll do film. And then negotiated and they said, here's the film. Uh, and they went ahead and gave it to, to, to Funimation. Uh, of course, they didn't give them the original, oh, my God, master, like the original negative. That didn't happen. <laughs> they Like no company in Japan would ever give an American company their, oh, my God, you know, original print. That would never happen unless you're Criterion, I think. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, so basically they got their film prints and they do the remaster process. Uh, but that when they did that remaster process... They were doing it for the DVD. They weren't doing it for the Blu-ray. And now, of course, the question came up again. Hey, 
we have the dragon boxes. Do you guys want this? And they sent him the tapes. And I guess, uh, and around that time, Kai was also coming out. So that's another cluster mess that I'm not going to get into. Um, and then once, <laughs> I just, I don't have time for Kai. It feels like I'm just talking to the cable company about getting a new bundle now, man. Seriously. Yeah. 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 Again, these rights are complicated, guys. Um, and uh, I have to say thank you. I have an anonymous source. Like, I, I'll, I'll plug them at the end of the podcast because uh, I've had two places that I got a lot of my information from. Um, so, you know, Funimation, when they put those Blu-rays out, they had to renegotiate the rights and get the okay from Toei. Why they stopped is not because of Toei. It's because they didn't sell very well. That's why they stopped. Um, okay. But, um, and then it gets even trickier because now we have streaming. You have to uh, negotiate those rights. Oh, sorry. Go back to Blu-ray real quick. Here's the weird thing about Blu-ray. It, for a little while there, companies seem to have start bundling the Blu-ray rights with the DVD rights. So that it just makes more sense, you know. This series is coming out. We're going to put it out in HD, of course. Except Katakawa. They have now put on their contracts that you, if you buy our, our license, you can't put out a Blu-ray. Because people in Japan will import that Blu-ray to the States. Because we're all in the same region code. Um, so basically, uh, my PlayStation 3 can play anything from Japan, anything from my Blu-ray collection can play in a Japanese PS3. Doesn't matter, because we're both Region A. and Which is great, because I get to import stuff from Japan, uh, but it, you know, Japan wants to protect their domestic market first. And on DVD, we're not in the same region code. Yeah, I know, man. I Trust me, I had to convert a couple of things, man. Oh, dude, it's, it's, oh, dude, region coding is annoying. Yeah, it really is. It really know, is, but I understand it, it. Like, and sometimes you can't get stuff to convert. And you know, I throw a little timid hand. Region coding, I understand it, but <laughs> I don't support it because you know, region coding is in place to protect the country's economy. Because uh, for the great example is Princess Mononoke. Princess Mononoke comes out in Japan for. Uh. So Princess Mononoke comes out uh, in Japan. That DVD is $50, right? Uh, $50, our, our price. Um, and it, it comes out and it does really well. And then ours, uh, the Disney one that came out, or Miramax rather, came out. Uh, and it was like 25 And all of a sudden, you know, sales in Japan dropped. Because so many people were importing our... DVD, and that's when we had region coding. Uh, now with Blu-ray, we have we are in the same region, so anybody can just take you know, uh, Redline for example. That DVD, uh, that Blu-ray, I think is like forty bucks in, in Japan. It's like it's like eleven dollars here. I've seen it for eleven dollars at Best Buy, and Damn. people are going crazy and importing our Blu-rays. In fact, if you go to Amazon dot dot com in Japan. Uh, the top-selling Blu-rays are shows are our shows are our versions of uh, Blu-rays. <laughs> so what? you know, Japan's importing our. Or okay. money for us that I won't see. <laughs> that really says a lot about Japan. <laughs> that says a lot about how you know high their prices are. Uh, but 
I understand too. why too because you know they anime just doesn't sell well, so they charge the the huge premium price because they know the show has fans. They know that there are anime fans. They charge that huge price, and uh, they made they made their, their they made their profit that way. It's not a very good way to protect your market, but I understand it, why they would want to because it's easy. Well, you know, you got some people destined up to pay those prices. This asshole right here. Yeah, I was gonna mention <laughs> you, but you know, I'm glad I'm glad you implicated yourself, sir. I don't care. I'll bebop for five hundred bucks. Where do I sign? You know what? Yeah. One of these days you're gonna. <laughs> you know what? I have to switch the picture now. <laughs> you have to switch the picture now. <laughs> exactly. Actually, oh. um. Ghost in the Shell, the Blu-rays are out over there, and I actually, I imported the movie because it hasn't come out here. Ghost in the Shell has hasn't come out here in the states. It the only version of the movie that's come out is 2.0, so I imported the original from Japan, um, and I don't regret it. And I paid like ninety bucks for it, Ooh. for one movie. All right, that big money grip. All right, you guys got to start asking questions. I don't think I can keep going. All right, so I guess I guess my first question is is what ha- if let's say some random person just wants to get the license to be able to put it somewhere whether it be on TV or on a live stream or something what's the process in going through that Um well first off you can't be a random person <laughs> and uh you got to be someone who one owns a company you know I mean, everybody's heard ADV's success story where ADV was working in a production. The John Ledford and Matt Greenfield were kind of in the production closet of another company uh, and just, like, making phone calls to Japan. You know, you could get away with it back then. Today, with Funimation and Sentai and, and, uh, and Manga and Bandai and Media Blasters and the, all those people competing, uh, you can't get away with that. That's not the way it's going to work. No way. Um... And uh, two of these companies, Bandai, who doesn't really do DVDs anymore, but they still do exist, and Viz, are owned by Japan. They actually have Japanese parents. Uh, So, you know, they they sometimes get first right to shows. Like Bebop, Bandai had first right to that. Nobody can bid on Bebop because it belongs to Bandai. Um, Okay, then. You know, but uh, if you want to... If you want to... If if you're say starting up a company, uh-huh. you want to you want to start up the rights. You would have to establish a relationship with Japan. You would have to what's what shows do you want? Uh, what shows are they offering? Because you know sometimes they don't offer shows. Sometimes they're just like, nope, this show's going to stay here in Japan. We're not going to offer it up for license. Um, can, what can you offer them? Can you offer them? Can you offer them a, a, a run on Toonami or a run on Funimation Channel or a run on Neon Alley? Or uh, can you can you make sure they get prime spot on Hulu Plus or, or Netflix or something? What about uh, the Anime Network? Anime Network. Sorry, I forgot one. I knew that. Um, thank you, Darrell. You're welcome. Um, can you get? Um, <laughs> can you get? You know, what can you offer the Japanese company for for their buck for bang for their buck? Um, even though Japan really doesn't care because their their slice of the international market is so small. Because, yes, they do make money from getting, when you buy a DVD, some of that money goes to Japan. But it's so small that they really don't care. 
they're actually more excited about streaming. Streaming, they actually get a bigger slice of the pie. Um, because for the most part, they're just dealing with Crunchyroll. Um, yes, you still deal with Viz and Funimation and Sentai and so on, but for the most part, it's Crunchyroll you really have to deal with. Because they're, the they're the big player. Um, and, the, and Crunchyroll will license anything. They want it all coming out of Japan. Their, their goal as a company, they've actually come out and said it, our goal is to have everything coming out of Japan on our website as it comes out, everything. And, uh, yeah, they've kind of almost licensed everything this season, so uh, they're getting close, and they're doing pretty well, in my opinion. Uh, which is weird, because they started out as an illegal fan subgroup. <laughs> they hey, did. Hey, hey, a lot of people started out illegitimate. Do we need to talk about the Kennedys and everybody no, else? A, yeah, ADV. ADV started out as a fan subgroup themselves. And they, the, unlike Crunchyroll, though, ADV has never hidden that. They've never, like... You know, tried to hide that. Crunchyroll has gone through many efforts to like, yeah, we used to do that. They, they're really like trying to clean up their image. Here, here's a here's a good question, I guess, relating to, relating to streams out there. Not like necessarily live streams, but maybe like a Hulu or like a a Netflix, for example. How do they get rights to? license that stuff do they just buy the dvds from the, no, the company no, or no, is no. that those rights are separate those rights um, are separate i think okay. i think they do they might bundle them now but for the most part those rights are usually negotiated separately quit okay. saying bundling i can't take <laughs> it i swear man you just making me think about the cable company <laughs> well we're gonna get into cable soon so yes we all are. right because oh, we got to talk about tsunami and where they come in uh eventually well then, so, why don't we talk about that then? Well, you just asked me about streaming. Well, you were <laughs> answer, You just answered the question, so go well, into that's two. it. All right. Okay, I could have gone in depth. Um, no, we're gonna go more in depth. You know, at a, at a different time. I think. I think right now we just want to really scratch the surface of it. I have it. no idea what we're actually gonna air. Like, I, I really like. I'm lost. Because <laughs> I went on for like half an hour. I'm just like. You did. F what can I actually use? I don't feel like I completed one thought. Um, <laughs> well, well I guess okay. It. Well, then let's ask this question: What? How does tsunami? How does tsunami come into the equation? Tsunami does well. All right, I shouldn't say they never dealt with Japan because that's not true. Um, tsunami, for the most part, they really don't deal with Japan. They that's not their job and it's not their bag. They don't care. Um, I figured that, but yeah, they really don't. They don't really figure into that world at all. Um, unless it's, you know, say Big O Season 2 or IGPX where they're a producer on the show. That's different. Right. Um, you know, that's um, that's different. So let's just talk typical anime. Uh, what would let's, let's use the example Dead Man. Dead Man Wonderland got licensed from Katakawa Video to Funimation. Funimation negotiated for the following rights. I'm going to guess merchandise, uh, <laughs> which they probably gave off to Great Eastern. Uh, they got broadcast rights. They got uh, DVD rights. They might have Blu-ray rights. They just may not have. They just not may. They may not be allowed to sell them now. They might. They probably do have the rights. Uh, they just can't sell them. Uh, they have streaming rights and they have digital download rights. Um, mm -hmm. so Funimation has all these rights. All right, what's the best revenue for all these rights? Uh, well, we have broadcast rights. Oh, Toonami's coming back on the air. Let's go talk to uh, Jason DeMarco or Kim Manning or Gil Austin, whoever's in charge of programming. I think it's Kim Manning. 
I um, think so too. I think that's who's in charge. So right. you know, Funimation sends a, uh, let's say, Lens High School or Justin Rojas or Gen Fuganagi, somebody from their company, to to Atlanta. You know, or or they invite them over to Texas and and they talk and they're like, all right, we can give you the show for this much. Um, we think it'll do these numbers. Uh, we think it'll. Uh, we think the rad ad revenue that you'll generate from it will will do this. All right, and Toonami throws out a number. They're like, we will we, we want to buy the broadcast rights from you uh, for this this price. Uh, right. And Funimation might say no. They might say yes. Um, uh, they might say, could you go higher? Could you go lower? Uh, they'll never say that. <laughs> they'll never lower. Funimation <laughs> would say lower. So Cartoon Network. It's just, uh, it's just haggling. Yeah, basically right. a lot of back and forth, right? It's a lot of back and forth. Where it's just like, what are the most amicable terms that we can air this on our network? Um, and, and how many years can we air this on our network before you know we have to give it back so right, that right. you know uh, you can sell it to another network or or you know, can I you buy can sell it back to Japan or whatever you want to do with it? Or maybe can I can I buy the rights to play it whenever I want to, like Ghost in the Shell? Yeah, for they example. have perpetual rights to that. Right. Um, and that's sometimes an option. It doesn't usually. It's not an option. Like, you know, if there's one show that I thought would have they would have perpetual rights to, it's Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. I never thought for a second that once they saw how successful Dragon Ball Z was, that they would be like, "We're going to give up those broadcast rights." I thought they were going to keep those forever, and, and they, they didn't. They let those rights expire eventually. They were just like, "All right, we don't." Uh, clearly, anime is not our thing, and there was a time there for Cartoon Network where anime really wasn't their thing anymore. Yep, they let those rights expire, and it, it, I think it was a combination of well, Toonami's canceled. Uh, it's the show isn't performing to when it was still new in America. Uh, it's time to let those go. And it, that's not—I I don't think that's a stupid move. It's but not it's a stupid same. move because you have to, you all, you know, you have to renegotiate every so often. You have to right. go back to Funimation. You have to go back to Cartoon Network and be like, and, "All right, your rights are almost up. Here's the money we want." Or and I and I also think it helps too that like Adult Swim and Cartoon Network kind of have this already established relationship with Funimation and uh, you know Viz and um, Bandai because those are the three main ones that they've been working with for anime at the moment. It seems yeah, and. For uh, years. I mean, right, and and it, and it seems like because they have that established relationship, they can go to them and be like, "We want this show. What do we need to do to make it happen?" Bondi more than anybody. Bondi oh, yeah. is amazing at getting their shows on television. They probably well, have the best relationship with Cartoon Network out of any of the companies, and they don't even do DVDs anymore. They are just that freaking amazing. I don't know who runs uh, the television broadcasting like division of Bondi. Those guys are amazing. Like they, they work magic. That's they like got, marketing genius, man. Seriously, seriously, they got Toonami to buy crap. They really right. did. Yeah. The, whatever it was, if it was from Bondi, you can guarantee it was going to get around on Toonami. Oh but yeah. Think about it though. Even Bondi if it was crap. actually does some good stuff though. That's no, of course they. Of course, like nobody wants to air crap. Um, no. Nobody wants to do that. But you know, Bondi was able to get on. Uh, Trying to think of a bad show that they put on, you know. <laughs> I can't really that, that think mini, of that, man. That miniseries Gundam that was pretty bad. SD Gundam. I think actually Cartoon Network might have produced that one too. Don't quote me on that. Who knows? Yeah. What's that? The one with the little chibi looking yeah, um, Gundam? Yeah, I hated that. 
I really oh yeah. yeah, I I actually hated it at the beginning, and then towards the end of its run, it actually started to get somewhat good, and I was kind of like, okay, I maybe I actually it. watched it. I mean, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't series, my favorite gun another, series. Another one, Dot Hack Legend of the Twilight. Yeah, that kind of was song. That that, that it, apparently like that is the redheaded stepchild of the Dot Hack franchise. Like nobody wants to talk about that fucking show. And <laughs> it left me confused. Like, but you know what? It still got on Cartoon Network. That Correct. got a run on Cartoon Network on Friday nights. Yep. Good point. That's yes, how fucking so. good Bondi was. And even even if it was the smallest, stupidest little run, like it was like, mm, like the the smallest show, Bondi loved putting it on TV. And to them, that was the key to success. You put it on TV, the DVDs will sell. And I think for the most part, they were proven right a lot of the times because right. Cowboy Bebop was their best-selling show of mm. all time. And that aired on Adult Swim for 10 years it's still airing, really. Like I, I know it's not on it, the air right now, back, but it's going to yeah. come back. They're not going to give up the rights to that show. Jason loves that show. Yeah, and it's it's going to be on there. And and you know, I think that's kind of the thing that people are talking about with these new DVD commercials coming out. You know, they. I think people are starting to speculate. Well, okay. I think I'll Bondi was just like, all right. Bondi was just like, okay. You guys still have the rights to Udaka Seven. Would you mind running a DVD promo for us? Like even if it's the old April Fools one, could you just run that for us? Um, yeah, but and they, maybe they... and maybe they negotiated for an extension. They were just like, "We'll give you an extension on Udeka Seven, so that you guys can air it on the new Toonami, which will be great for us." But we also want uh, a promotional like that. That is the type of haggling that I think Bondi is really good at. Right? No, no, no. no. I, I'm I'm not saying that. I don't think that they're not. You know, they didn't maybe negotiate that, but I also think that they, you know, with Jason liking. Gundam. They've made it extremely clear that they love Gundam and they love Outlaw Star. You know, it, I, I see the possibility of seeing. I, I would say Outlaw Star more than anything else coming back to Toonami. Yeah, you know never, I mean? never say never. But you know. oh no, I, I, I honestly, out of any old show that could be back on Toonami, I could see Outlaw Star doing coming back, and you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised to be honest with you. And even it's for those April Fool shows. Even though, yes, even for April true. Fools, they actually had to renegotiate all the rights for those shows, so that right. they could negotiate contracts. Like, hey, we'll air your show uh, for for April Fools on on Toonami. We're going to bring it back for one night. They had and to it, renegotiate that. They and they had. And I'm pretty sure in all the contract clauses, they were just like, we need to we need to throw in a DVD promo in there for all the shows. It, and if I recall, they're just all they did was is besides getting the license for just the day, is they just used old tapes. Yeah, and they just, of course, Cartoon Network is not going to throw away tapes of shows. And even if oh, they no, don't, no, no, not at all. No, they're, they're never going to throw away tapes, ever. <laughs> they just can't air them. But I do find it interesting that even though they got rid of the broadcasting rights to Dragon Ball Z, they still have tapes of it. Hmm. Well, it's not interesting. I mean, it doesn't matter what network you're at. Uh, you, you just don't throw away tapes. You don't. Oh, no, I, I, I wouldn't expect them to either. But, you know, it, you, you, make a, you make a very good point. If because Dragon Ball Z did so well, you know, it's kind of like, okay, well, if you guys didn't keep the broadcasting rights, what would make us think that you would keep the tapes? You know what I mean? Like the it, fact that they're it, a network and they're not going to throw away tapes. Oh, no, no I, I'm just saying, I mean, it, it, it kind of it, it's kind of in the same category. Well, if you didn't think it was that good, why would you keep it? You know what I mean? But yes, obviously, they're a network. They're not going to throw away tapes. But, you know. It's still kind of interesting that they do have those tapes. 
and that you know they can pull those at any time if they wanted to and been like okay well we're gonna play this i mean the reason they keep those tapes the reason the big reason they keep those tapes is because it's much easier for them like i hate to i hate to use ghost in the shell again but ghost in the shell the reason they still use those old tapes that are not anamorphic widescreen even uh, even though we have anamorphic widescreen masters, and now manga definitely have has HD masters of the show, and they're putting them up online for God's sakes, um, <laughs> you know, even though they still got those old tapes, because it's like, all right, we could ask manga to send us more tapes, but that would be more expensive. We'd have to pay for those. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just let's just keep with the same tapes. It's not worth the expense. Okay. Uh, so you know, let's say they did relicense Dragon Ball. Let's say they actually went through the trouble. They relicensed Dragon Ball Z. Uh, Which I, I don't think they would do. Dragon no, they're Ball. not going to do. They're never going to do I, that. I don't think I so. Could, I could see them doing. Like I said, the only thing I could see them really doing with Dragon Ball Z is the is the Boo Saga. They'd, if have they to re- they'd have to renegotiate the rights for the whole show, though. Oh, would they? They'd have to do the whole show. Oh, that's stupid. Oh. Yeah, they'd, see, have to, I, they'd have to buy the show basically. See, I see. I think they should. I think they should be allowed to be able to do like just the license. But that, for that's one a question. Question. Yes. Mm-hmm. If it was the whole show, whole show, Jose, um, for Adult Swim on April Fools, don't they technically have the whole rights to it now? No, um, I may have misspoke. Sorry. Um, basically, it, it, it's it's different if you negotiate if it's something that's going to be on the schedule, like it's something that is going to be on the schedule. It's going to be airing for weeks. Uh, you got You probably have to renegotiate the rights to the show. It's not mm-hmm. just an episode by episode basis. But mm-hmm. if you're like, all right, this is some special thing that we're doing. Let's go get the rights to just one episode. Let's see if we can do that. Uh, that's different. I'm sure companies would be willing to do that. But for just an arc of a show or just one season, I I really doubt that a lot of companies would be willing to do that. Obviously, the Funimation and, and Viz, they have to negotiate their own episode rights in Japan, but that's not what, how it works in broadcast, to my understanding. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I think I think with that, I mean, I think we've definitely to, really... Go ahead. I'm trying to think of one... I don't think I completed my thought about Ghost in the Shell. Um, the, uh, the other thing about the tapes... Oh, basically, the, reason, the big reason they still have all those tapes is, again, if they were to, say, relicense Dragon Ball Z... Well, all right, we could have Funimation send us more tapes, but that would cost us money. Or we could just put the same tapes on the air. Right, right. And that'll save us money. And, uh, Jason, if you are considering that for Outlaw Star, don't do it. <laughs> yes, you've made this abundantly I'm clear. serious, Jason. You want it in HD. I want it. No, no, no. I don't want it in HD. I, the show is not in HD. Nobody has HD Masters of the show. Uh, except Japan. So I'm not expecting that. What I want, uncut. Don't use the same edited tapes because that's what they got. They don't, I don't, as, to my knowledge, they don't have uncut tapes. They'd well, have to it, get new ones from Bondi. It, and it is. That being said, it, I will do the edits. I, Jason, <laughs> I, will, I will bleep everything for you. I will cut out the nudity if you want. I will do whatever edits you want for free. Just don't show the old tapes. Please. <laughs> I beg of you. Don't show those tapes. Maybe I should tweet him right now and tell him that you're <sighs> talking about him. I just <laughs> if, he, if he puts the show back on the air, I will do it for free. I will do it for free. I'm a professional editor. 
I know how to use Avid. I know how to use After Effects. I know how to use Final Cut. Whatever programs you use, I know how to use them. I will do it for you for free. Just don't air those tapes. <laughs> That's how serious he is. <laughs> That's how serious I am. Like, spend the money. Send your money to Bondi to get new tapes. But, you know, if you got to do editing, I will, I will do it for free. Serious. But you have to give All me right. a job later. <laughs> that comes after if I do a good job. Okay. Well, I think with that, I mean, and I think with that, and now we can end. Yes, I think with that, I I think we've really just kind of scratched the surface on what yeah, anime this, licenses are. This um this conversation can go on forever, and uh, right, and I there's think, a I lot think... of stuff, and I need to I need to really quickly give credit. Justin Savakis, if you guys want to go know more, Justin Savakis wrote a very very informative three part article. Uh, so you want to license anime or something like that. It's on Anime News Network. Go read that. I pulled a lot of stuff from that. That's where I learned a lot. And I can't say who. I can't I can't throw out a name, unfortunately, uh, or what company this person works for. But I have been talking to somebody about this. Um, and um, I've been thinking about I've, – I've tossed around with this person, maybe coming on the show and speaking for his or herself, uh, how it's like. But the uh, the big problem is this person still works for that company, and so they might have to speak on terms of anonymity because if they say something bad about Japan, and you know that could that could destroy their entire relationship with them. We don't have that problem, uh, but you know the people that work for those companies they have to watch what they say even on podcasts like ours. Yeah, we don't right. want people burning bridges and losing their jobs. No, no, we don't. Not in this economy. Not no. at all. Nope. So no, we can't all have Jose type money. <laughs> I'm not rich. I'm very I poor. Wish. I'm um, going broke paying for this podcast. So buy the shirts and shirt. donate. All right, we need to we need to address this real quick. I know we try not to do this on every show, but folks, we got up to ninety percent capacity of the bandwidth this oh month. Oh my god! Yes, we did. We were really close to being shut down. I need your help. Please donate to the podcast. Click ads. Go buy a shirt. Thank you so right. much. And thank I, you for the success, but we, we do need help. We can't right. pay for and, the podcast if, ourselves. And if you guys buy the shirt, it will go to the podcast. That's where it's going to go first because that's our biggest expense right now. So please, please, please go out and buy the shirt. There's two of them. There's the TsunamiFaithful.com shirt, which a lot of you in Buffalo like that shirt. You said that you guys liked it. And when I told you that there was another shirt, you were like, oh, I got to get that shirt too. Um, there's also another shirt up there. If you go on to redbubble.com, that's redbubble.com, uh, put in Toonami. Uh, the two shirts that you'll see come up. There, there's, a, there's a couple other shirts that come up, but the two shirts that I'm that are ours are the uh, toonamifaithful.com shirt and the uh, I am a Toonami Faithful shirt. Um, those are our two shirts. If you buy them, part of it will go to charity. I don't, I don't think anybody – Needs me to say that again, but I will. Both of those shirts go partial. Partial of the money goes to the charity, and the rest will go to pay for, you know, the projects that we have. So, and the main project right now is going to be the podcast. So, go buy the shirt, support us. Trust me, we'll support you. HBO, HBO, <laughs> help a brother out. <laughs> and we have a lot of big things planned, guys. Your money will go to a good cause. Trust me. Yes, Whether, these, these what, also do go to charity. Right, and that's that's my point to you guys, okay? So please, please go buy the shirt. Um, um, and with 
And with that, I think we're going to get no, out of here. No, we're not. We need to oh, address. We need to address something that happened on Twitter. We just need to address it real quickly. We're not going to name names. We're not going to point fingers. No. But I didn't get involved in this. Uh, but I have been asked on on personal, like I've gotten DMs and tweets and and stuff on my Facebook asking me my opinion. Um, so I thought we'd all go around and and just talk about this very briefly. We're not going to say any names. Okay. But there was a, a little bit of an incident on 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 Twitter. Uh, where, where somebody pointed out, uh, why, and again, it has to do with why we don't do live streams. Um, basically, my we, we official would never, stance. It, we would never, we would never start incidents. What are you talking about? My official stance on the matter <laughs> is: you can be a fan tribute all you want. I will never deny anybody to 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 make a fan thing. I my professional like I got started in editing. By making anime music videos. That's how I got my start. You know, that's where I discovered my love of editing before I knew what editing was. Um, and it's a great way to experiment. It's a great way to play tribute. You know, Star Wars fan films are made so often that, you know, and Lucas accepts those. However, there's a difference between being a fan and simply breaking the law. And that's all I'm going to say about it. Uh, no say, sir. No I'm going to let Terrell go next, but... Please be kind, sir. <laughs> okay. Well, what was the question again? I kind of forgot. I got ADD tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Your opinion on a certain, or certain, plural, uh, websites that have to do with uh, Toonami in a uh, fan-related manner, but still kind of breaking the law. Okay. In fact, well, not kind of, breaking the law, period. Yeah, basically, you know, seriously, when you're doing this kind of stuff and... As much as you want to say that, you know, you're doing a salute and you got to think about it. This is somebody's blood, sweat and tears that you're actually putting out there. And, you know, you kind of pawn it off as your own being a poser about it. You know, it's not cool. So I'm just going to say lay it off because I'm, I'm actually being real nice about it because, you know, I could get real nasty and call names, but we don't do that here. You know, we no, keep it clean. We're going to keep we're, it clean. We're going to keep it clean. But seriously, knock the shit off. Yeah, you can bleep me on that one, Jose. But <laughs> or I have a lot of bleeps tonight. Yes, yeah, I know. Do. But you and, still uh, love so, honey. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to let Daniel go next, and then I'll go last. Well, uh, you know, I think I, I agree with both Jose and Darrell on this one. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it's a nice idea, you know, but at the end of the day, it's not right. All right, now I'm going to have the final words on this. Um, first of all, if you have uh, – you guys need to understand that Toonami is back on the air. Our site purely supports this Toonami. Yes, we have the name of Toonami in our name, but we're a fan site. We're here to support Toonami. We're here to make sure that Toonami stays on the air. And so we provide we put, our own content. Like right. I record the content that gets put onto YouTube. Yes, Jose makes fun of me for it, but when I put that content up, guess what? You don't see ads like on some YouTube videos before the video plays. The reason for that is we're not going to make money off of that stuff. And we're even if we tried to, we wouldn't get away with that. Okay. Yeah, but we're not making money now. Right. And and we're not trying we're not trying to make money off of anything that is tsunami. Okay, so if you see a promo up from last Saturday's Toonami that I've recorded, guess what, guys? That is not 
that is to promote Toonami. And it even says it on our YouTube page. And it even... It, I can go one step further if people need me to, to, to do it. I'll put it in the video. You know, this is being used for promotional use only. If I have to do that, I will do that. But it's clear as day. We only do this to provide content for the fans of Toonami. I'm a fan. Jose's a fan. Darrell's a fan. Daniel's a fan. That's why we do this. That's why we do everything that you see coming up. You will see some huge stuff from us. And we will do things that... No other tsunami site out there has done. Okay. And that's why we are the best tsunami site. But let me make this clear. Don't do it. Support tsunami in the ways that we do it. Support them by showing what the ratings are. Support them by posting their content so people can see it. Post, uh, support tsunami in any way, fashion, you, or form that you can that's not illegal that's do all i'm asking way. do it right the legal do it the legal way. way i mean even our shirts let me let me just put this out there too even our shirts are purely for to fund this site okay and that's that's where they go to i haven't sold that many shirts i can tell you that right now i haven't sold 100 shirts okay <laughs> it's cartoon network and adult swim can be like well they can come after me and sue me but there, I haven't sold that many shirts. And you guys need to understand, everything that you get from us goes to supporting the site. Are there going to be some things that are originally ours that are going to be completely, you know, not tsunami related Yes. Could they be something that helps me and Jose? Yes. But those are going to be things that are ours, not tsunami. And that's the point I need to make to everybody. Okay, when you go out and you buy this shirt, we're not doing it for profit. We're doing it to support this site, to make, to do things for you guys, because we're fans, and we're doing things that, as a fan, we'd like to see. Okay, so please, if you're a site out there that's trying to do things illegally, stop. Just stop, because it hurts all of us, and it, and it really hurts the anime industry, and that's not what we want to do these days. We want to support the anime industry as much as possible. Oh, Lord. Okay, with that, I think we're going to sign out for the night. Uh, I'm going to let Terrell go first because, you know what? I, I couldn't mention his Twitter the other night, and I want people to know what his Twitter is. So go ahead, sir. Okay, people. My Twitter is ukami underscore sem- samurai 75 at twitter.com. Follow me. I need more people. And I will get you more than Jose. That's just awesome. Not, that's just not nice. That's really I love, not nice. I swear I love what Jose said. That's just not nice. He sounds like my godson. <laughs> I am your godson ripoff mask. Dang. Oh, no. Mari moment. And Daniel, your stuff that they can contact you at as usual? As usual, it's uh, at Zero Gamer on Twitter and just Zero on the website. Yes, you are a Zero. Yep. Oh, <laughs> the best Mega Man character ever. And Jose. Hi, everybody. My name is Jose Argumento, and welcome to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, th- we're ending the show. My bad. Yes. Um, <sighs> oh, yes. Wow. I, I laughed it so hard at my own joke. I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, you can <laughs> follow me at J E A R G U M E D O. 
And um, no, I will not tell you what the E stands for. Guess. Um, <laughs> and uh, you can find me on the forums as the same name. It's at J, well, not at, but J-E-A-R-G-U-M-E-D-O. J-E Argumento. That's, that's it. Oh, and uh, J-E Argumento, or J-E-A-R-G-U-M-E-D-O, at TanomiFaithful.com. Email me for the contest. And just uh, if you want to talk and put something funny in the email, because uh, I do read them, and if they're boring, well, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, as usual, you can follow me at Tsunami News. More more followers than Jose. Um, Again, you have Tsunami <laughs> in your name. You have a Tsunami helmet. I This is my personal Twitter account. I'm joking with you. Time to make more. <laughs> Wait, you all heard that, and it's recorded. Hmm. But anyways, uh, so you can follow me at Toonami News. Yeah, you can follow I, me. I was thinking about bleeping it, and then I'm just like, it's going to sound worse. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, you can also follow me on my other Twitter page, at Paul Biscrillo. Uh Yes, it does say Tony Montana. I can explain that in a different podcast, but I'm not going to explain it now. Um, and then, obviously, any of the three Facebook pages that we have, uh, Toonami Faithful Podcast. Remember, guys, I want you guys to like that Facebook page. Uh, it's facebook.com slash Toonami Faithful Podcast. Uh, as well as, I guess I might as well give my username on the website as well. Um, my username on the website is TF Administrator Admin. Yeah. So you guys can contact me that way as well, too. So cool that's it that's it so we're gonna sign off for the night oh one last thing um sir i'm going on vacation in october uh that being said (laughs) that being said while i'm on vacation there will still be shows so don't worry everybody you won't even notice i'm gone and we may have some things but we'll we're not sure what is going to be happening while i'm gone (laughs) but we we have contingency plans to take care of the weeks i'm i'm away Yes, we do. And if some of them come to fruition, it's going to be awesome. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Either either, either show idea is going to be really good. So you guys are not going to want to miss the time I'm not here. <laughs> All right. For Jose, Daniel, and Darrell, I'm your founder and CEO saying peace out. Peace. Peace. <laughs>